welcome to Second Act Reinvention, a Sochcast original with me, Archana Dutta. This is a podcast about women who have discovered their potential, pivoted in their careers, or found a new way to express themselves professionally at what is traditionally thought as a later stage in their life. I truly believe that there is no set timeline to your trajectory and through this series and the amazing women I interview, I will prove to you that your second act, your reinvention is still possible. Even if the societal standards, it is quote unquote too late. I am so pleased to introduce Dr. Rabia Bhatia here sitting with me. Welcome to yet another very powerful episode on the second act reinvention series. I have Dr. Rabia Bhatia, right? Dr. Rabia Bhatia here sitting with me because when I read about her, I thought she is a chalta firta reinvention in herself. And she will talk more about what she's done so far. But to give you a slight bit of an introduction, she is a mompreneur. She is a mentor with IIT Kohati and Niti Ayog. She is a young fashion model at 47. She is a public speaking person and really inspires a lot of people about her life. She talks a lot about how failures made her who she is. And of course, to give her all the credit, she is a personal branding expert as well. So welcome and um, you know, I'm meeting such incredible women on this platform. So thank you Sochcast for bringing her to me and uh, so much to learn from. But you know, because this is all about reinvention, it will be good justice if you talk about it. You tell us who are you and how many times have you reinvented and continue to be? Lovely question. First of all, thank you so much to Sochcast and to Miss Archana for <laughs> inviting you. me here and uh, you know make, making me feel an inspirational person. Still, I'm on this dead journey to be an inspiration for other women as well because yes. that's what I feel that we are absolutely born absolutely on this earth for. You know, it's a beautiful, beautiful introduction about me. But still, I think I wear a lot of titles when I say that I am this, I am that, I am this. But, but before that, I would like to say here that I'm trying to be a human. You know, we are all human beings. That's fine. We all are human beings. But being human is what I guess yes. I'm trying to search. I'm trying to, you know, do that human revolution day by day, every moment, because as human beings, we tend to make mistakes. We are not perfect. And for me, there is nothing called perfection. So perfection is, yes, might, <laughs> Almighty might be perfect, but then Almighty has also done a lot of mistakes when regarding, when we talk about Ramayana, when we talk about, you know, that um, the other uh, religious uh, katha, what is that? Uh, Ramayana, Mahabharata. So not many mistakes have been done by the God as well. So there is nothing called perfection. So I'm on that journey where, you know, I love talking about the, my failures and the struggles of my life. Because there are people, there are women, especially the youth, they feel failure. Oh my God, I cannot do that. The life is over. For them, the life is over. And to be honest, Archana, it feels me, you know, it actually gives me shocks as well as, you know, I get goosebumps whenever I hear that 
the student of class 12th has committed suicide the student of class 8th has committed suicide the student of class 10th has committed suicide mm. post covid i have heard lot many times about this why because of the fact that they were not able to cope up with that one failure in their lives and why is that they failed that failure that means the life is over but let me just tell you failure is related to success failure when we take failure as a learning and an opportunity to overcome that failure and achieve something big that is where your strength lies in. and that is how you know i have reinvented myself number of times during this lifetime because i felt that i am born for some purpose in my life mm. and if i'm living a luxurious life and i have that knowledge skill set why shouldn't i share with others as well and make them better leaders make them better people make them better human beings as well. yeah so very beautifully put that you're a human first and you're trying to make more humans which is beautiful i want to know you talk so much about failure so is failure the reason for reinvention i wouldn't say that failure is a reason for reinvention but failure was a challenge to for me actually to become more successful like and so what is success success when you see others happy because of you for me success is defined in a one liner that others are feeling happy because of me i've done something for the others because of why they are living such beautiful life like the way you are doing you're doing and you are giving the opportunity to so many women to come here and to talk about their life journey absolutely so something mm-hmm. this is called success because you are helping others to grow yeah, i also run an ngo by the way so yes, i think that me. is uh, that is something that i'm doing literally um, you know as uplifting, uplifting because right from the bottom because Absolutely. if we empower each other i think then yes yeah. that is what the success is when you <coughs> grow and the others also grow because of you and that gives me you know mental peace absolute happiness and that satisfaction of living this beautiful life right i think i missed introducing you as the sdg ambassador yes <laughs> uh, because um you know pedalon the ngo that i run is a place of uh, repurposing and upcycling cloth and sustainability for the underprivileged wow so i would say that we i'm trying to sustain their lives and trying to create sustainability in the environment so that um, you know we empower each other and um, make it more joyous as joyous, a yes. yeah of the surroundings that we are exactly. in so what how did you really come to become the sdg ambassador when was it that it hit you that okay you know these sdg goals i must know and i must work to exactly so what happened uh, now i'll start talking about the first pause in my life when i though i was working with the cupets till 2014 wow. and all of a sudden there was a realization that no i'm not doing what for the purpose i've been born on this earth so i took a exit from that luxurious life i took a long break of one year started working as a freelancer doing multiple things at that point of time hmm. but still did not give me that mental satisfaction hmm. then i thought okay now i have to change my path you know when you talk about changing your path that doesn't mean ki you become religious you become spiritual spirituality religious comes 
to us when we are helping others and when we are empowering others the way you said when we are uplifting others so yes i wanted something so that i can you know share my responsibilities as well so i had to earn something i could not only do lot of uh, you know the charities and everything but still i found that i've been born on this earth for a purposeful life to find out a meaning in my life i started working for the government projects oh and ngos but too. how did you get them good question <laughs> Yeah, how uh, do you get to the government by the way? So 2015 was a break for me and 2016 I was just I started uh, you know becoming active on LinkedIn where I could find out that there is an option to be a spoken English trainer or a life skills trainer with the government schools and they are hiring teachers for a summer vacation summer camps and right. they send the teachers to the government <coughs> schools where we can help the students on various skills and and change their overall personality so i was chanting i am a buddhism practitioner i have been practicing buddhism for last 14 years now yes. and i'm very happy that yes that this philosophy has really changed my life and mindset too so oh. and thanks to almighty thanks to gonzon i ap- applied for it i was interviewed by macmillan and i was hired by the government schools very nice so that's how i started working with the government school students as well and i went when i was going to the government school coming up early in the morning leaving that ac rooms and ac cars and then start standing under the roof where there is no light at times and where there are lizards on the wall and the rats on the floor and yes mm. mosquitoes how can i forget about those things as well so you know that part actually made me understood that how how mandatory it was for me to come here to stand here and to make these kids smile wow. because you know i have worked with the almost five schools till now in government schools for this because of this project and the last day when the project got over when i was leaving from the school i used to see their eyes with tears and lips with smiling saying me bye ma'am goodbye uh-huh. ma'am we might meet you during the next summer camp so that was the phase that which actually changed me from within actually and side by side yes i was i'm thankful again to the almighty that i started working with the pathways noida and that's a brand everybody knows pathways school noida i work, worked uh, with them for a year as a okay. pr mm-hmm. and pr i'm very creative when you talk about pr public relations personal branding i love to make friends i love to meet different people i love to understand their mindset so i'm not a psychologist at all <laughs> but still when you talk to them you understand their mindset you understand their hearts you understand their feelings and emotions towards you and towards the other people as well so that is how i actually became very active and creative when it comes to the personal running as well wow plus i started going to ngos So you know, at the same point of time as working as a PR, then government schools, then PR, uh, then going to NGOs, made me feel that now my life is worth living. 
till then i think i was just having fun and plus when you work with the carpets i realized that there's you do not get me time forget about me time you do not get time for others as well and when i started working in the edu- ed- education sector ngos government schools i got all the time for myself and for the others as well yeah so this was the first pause and first reinvention in my life you know nice. now the second phase comes into my life thanks to almighty once again after a year when i worked with pathways noida i got an opportunity to work with ramagya group it is another brand educational group and i was hired as a hr and pr head to be honest archana i why i left that position when you were sitting on that mm. you know high life and everything you are plus what you want you want that rutba i would rather say fame name everything but there was something missing again you know i was actually torturing myself when mm. i look back in my life the worst part as a hr when i used to fire people mm. and you know i felt that how will they handle their sheer responsibilities if i'm firing them they don't have a job in hand how will they earn how will they take care of the families how will they take care of their kids their spouses their siblings their parents and one day i just gave up i said no and i walked into the cabin of our employer the management and i said no i am putting down my papers so i'm leaving now and the sh- the faces were mm-hmm. over like this yeah shocked yeah i am sure so yeah. because when you're doing good in life and we're doing good for the organization as well who wants to leave the good resource nobody wants to leave the best resource yeah. as i know i'm not able to cope up with this kind of you know profile probably if you want i can stay here but i would love to retain people i would not like to fire them at all but yeah everybody has their own policies the so we can't really make much changes in the policies it's about the corporate culture so i left and then there is another challenge lying ahead my own health oh okay and i had a i think the biggest surgery of my life though i had been operated 5 to 6 times in my life mm-hmm. till now but that surgery actually gave me a setback I was operated for my tongue. I was not able to speak for three months. Wow! Really? And why? I had tumor on my tongue. And when I look back, I feel that it wasn't a failure, but it was a challenge for me mm. to overcome because I had to do a lot in my life. I just can't, couldn't give up. I just had to. come over that mountain and then and that too a victory it has to be a victory for me i just can't be a loser i have to be a winner in that situation as well mm. because i have to go to government schools i have to go to ngos i have to you know help them with the 
they are changing their personality, their life skills, especially the spoken English. Everything comes into picture when we go and you know teach those students actually. And if I am not able to speak, then who will do it if I won't be? Hmm. There was a question. And uh, hmm. so I was operated, I was in bed for good two months. That was a time when, uh, you know, 2017, August, I still remember that day and the date, everything. Because you also practice Buddhism, so now, you know, that was another victory for me, another experience, another reinvention of me. I chanted a lot. My leaders chanted a lot for me. I took guidances, though everybody came to my place after a surgery. And believe me, this was another life-changing oh, episode for me. Why? After the surgery, I was when I uh, was discharged, the same day I had to go for an interview for the Gonzon basically because I opted for Gonzon enshrinement at my place and I had to go in for interview and there I was not able to speak up because as per the doctor that advised by the doctor I did not have to speak for three months at least. To be honest Arjuna, I went for the inter interview and one of the Buddhism members took me for the interview because I was not in a position mm -hmm. to stand even. Believe me, I reached it around 6 o'clock at home after getting discharged with my father. My father did not stop me from going for that interview. I reached there at 6.30 and 6.31 my interview started. And I don't know from where I got that willpower to speak immediately after the surgery. Mm. I seriously don't know. And but I gave the I And I spoke. Wow. Though yes, my speech was not that clear because the tongue was not able to revolve, the, I was not able to twist my tongue for certain words, but still I gave my interview. And you know that determination, my willpower and getting that gonzon, that feeling of gonzon made my leaders understood how important gonzon is for me. Mm. And Gonzon was enshrined at my place in 2017 in September and on the same date I started my entrepreneurship journey as well. Beautiful. That was the day when I actually reinvented <coughs> myself. Mm, very nice. Yes, um, very deep story and thank you for sharing. Uh, it takes a lot to share stories and to go back again and again and Oh, I know that in that pain though I I'm I feel happy about it about talking about it because you know there are people there are especially women who you know give up with these kind of life struggles but I would like to share that do not ever give up so what are Keep the things that you want to tell women out of your learning experiences of life. There's one more experience, another reinvention of my life I would like to share. Then I would come back to the women and the youth both actually. Now, me and my husband were separated for good 20 years. Okay. 
It talks a lot but I also feel that um the effort has to be from both ends both the ends you know, absolutely and, and like you spoke about forgiving and yeah like letting go I think that holds us a lot from inside right exactly. and stops us from being us for a very long time and once we release that I think uh, we are I, in a more happier state we are in a high life condition our spirits becomes very high and the especially the heart you know then we become actually humans see we are not here to forgive anybody we are nowhere to forgive anybody we are no one it's only in the hands of almighty i couldn't forget what happened 20 years 25 years ago i got married at the age of 96 and we were separated exactly after 5 years exactly after 5 years we were separated life has been mm-hmm. great to me <laughs> it has all ups and downs and uh, i always say that if life is a straight line we you know what happens then ec comes okay life is straight the line is straight we all know life is over but life has been filled with ups and downs their own challenges but failure challenges are a part of life we should take it as a challenge and we should not give up this is the whole point i am here today i wanted to share with others as well and for women especially now the message for women mm. live for yourself believe in yourself that is the most important part when you are dependent on others especially your spouse your parents your your kids there you are a loser actually believe me the moment you start believing in yourself and the moment you start depending upon yourself there the life starts and there you are able to live not only for yourself but for others too yeah you know we i'm not tell, saying to any woman not to give importance to your husbands or your family or your spouses but keep everybody on their own place and give importance to yourself too you are equally important yeah i have seen women who forget about themselves and okay pati parmeshwar hai ye hai family hai spouse and not nothing like that nobody can become a god <laughs> let's 
फर्स्ट बी ह्यूमन वो गॉड बनना तो बहुत दूर की बात है बहुत ही दूर बहुत वक्त लग जाएगा ट्रू so you also work with kids like you yes. said so women is of course something very close to my heart as well and um, i think having a voice for women is extremely important but it starts when we are younger and uh, i think during the at least you know at least with us uh, we were so conditioned in a certain way we were brought up in a certain way that yes. it stayed pretty much with me even today there are a lot of things that I in my personal and professional life have speaking about it uh, but at the same time some things just seem normal you know jaise ki utke pani dena is normal khana banane ki responsibility is normal kids right. ko school leke jana unka homework by women is normal there are of course things which men do are also normal like being the bread earner still is very normal yes. you know but now i think somewhere there the lines are blurred absolutely right. very well said so and i think um the young generation recognizes that a lot and uh, i'm glad that the girls of today are um, not conditioned not conditioned uh, though i mean you know we have brought them up pretty much similar yes. to what we have gone through but at least they question things they say yes. why why are you doing this and why it can't be done in any but other way and absolutely. you know so where where do you see your conditioning and now what's going on with the youth of today where do you wonderful question yeah. i think very beautiful question ashna so yes the conditions like terms and conditions comes out along with the women actually since their birth what i have seen in still there are certain traditional families which follow these terms and conditions actually but to be honest oh, i have two girls and i'm proud mom basically that they are 25 and 23 so my younger daughter has recently started flying with indigo and she's been working with indigo for the last one year oh nice and uh, she left for kerala today morning and that's the reason i got a bit late sorry for that <laughs> no problem and uh, my elder daughter is uh, on the edge of becoming a psycho psychologist my god that sounds dangerous onko psychologist basically i would rather say onko is uh, connected to a term which is like cancer so she'll be healing cancer kids basically oh, so, so she's already a, a clinical psychologist and she has been giving uh, as a freelancer she's been counseling patients as well oh, nice. and she's done her internships with good hospitals as well like safdarjung aims why i'm talking about all these things because as you, your question was like how do you you know what uh, for the youth basically see and i will talk about another experience uh, you know especially thanks to covid basically post covid men have also learned how to cook men has also learned how to do the cleaning of the houses how to send their child kids to the school as well backpack tiffin pack everything so you know somewhere our mindsets are changing and that too i will not only you know say a thanks to the youth it's basically i think again i will say thanks to almighty that why that natural calamity the covid came into our lives basically yeah and that's challenge. how people started understanding and men when they stayed at home they understood the struggle of her of their wives as well mm. because earlier they was thinking that yes i go 
I own bread and butter and what my wife is doing. She's sitting at home, just doing household work. But let me just tell you, being a housewife is a 24 by 7 job which is not paid off properly. Of course. It's a trillion dollar economy. It's a trillion dollar economy. It's, yes. Absolutely. So that's why I think youth is, was able to understand that parents, whether a male or women, men and women, my mom and dad, they are equal in responsibilities and they have to share together all the responsibilities. Sure. So what is it that keeps you... Um, doing the kind of stuff that you're doing now. Um, I hear you when you say there is a lot of purpose that you were searching for. There is a lot of gift back that you want in your life. Uh, there is a lot of um, failures that you feel that are a part of you. And also you lay a lot of importance to the struggle bit uh, when it came to your personal uh, reinvention, so to say. So there is a lot that you're doing still. What is the next that is coming? So Arjuna, uh, next I never plan out to be honest, I never dreamt about success, I achieve it in my own terms and conditions. But what is next even I don't know and I always believe that whatever comes to you just grab the opportunity because you never know whether that opportunity will knock your door not once again or not. Yeah. So I always tell the, tell the youth as well. Keep trying, do not stop. We all are unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And there is no comparison between one person and another person. You know, we all are unique in our own ways. You are yeah. doing unique work. I am doing unique work. So Richard Mehta is doing unique work. Mm -hmm. Then we have Dr. Sangeeta Tanija, she is doing unique work. So everybody is doing unique, something unique. It's just that how we cope up with our own life situations and how we support each other, how we empower each other. Right. So is there somebody who does inspire you when you're down and out? Something that you pick and read or somebody you can think of who you just pick up the phone and speak? Is there somebody in your life? To be honest, if I talk about... I go back and read some my mentor's guidances. I chant. Yes. I won't say that they uh, they inspire me, but then when they schooled me, actually, that is how I get encouraged and motivated, you know. Oh, thanks to my daughters <laughs> for that matter. They keep encouraging me, they keep motivating me. And if I'm a fashion model at the age of 47, I call myself as a young model at the age of 47. It's all because of them. They wanted me to live a life which I dreamt of. At the age of 16. So they are the ones who keep motivating me. If I am in a kind of, you know, little bit of stress, they understand. Because when they look at me, my face talks about a lot about me, my own mental condition, mental situation. So especially thanks to my psychology, psychologist's daughter. Mm -hmm. She understands me very well. And... Uh, both of them actually starts encouraging me and motivating. So if there is something to wrap up this conversation and you want women to know about how they should lead their life for reinvention, what are you going to say? I think age is just a number. You can reinvent yourself at any given point of time, at 
any given age just just by believing in yourself because you know we talk about bringing a change in the society bringing a change in our surroundings but first bring a change in your own life bring a change in your own mental mindsets be the change to bring that change I think beautifully summed up and this was yet another very powerful and a very motivating episode I have to say uh besides going through so much in life you could still see hope and light and spread that light to others so thank you Dr Rabia this was completely mesmerizing and uh, I'm sure that there will be many who will be learning and getting sparked from this episode thank you so much Archana for uh, inviting me once again on this and sitting on this chair gives me that motivation and encouragement and just last one thing yes there was a time i actually tried to commit suicide as well oh. so i wanted to speak about this as well sure. many people hide this these kind of uh, you know life episodes but yes i wanted to talk about it because that was a time when i was felt like a loser and life is nothing so something happened everybody faces that kind of situation but yes i actually tried committed suicide but look at me now how i have changed myself and my mindset as well so okay so then on that question uh, after this i want to ask you what helped you then i think i did not know that at the time when i was trying to take my life this another life in my in in you so so, so there was your daughter who was going to be younger born. daughter yes and that actually completely changed that how i became so selfish and i did not think about my elder daughter who was hardly one and a half years ago and mm. i did not even think about that life which just mm. started and she's the one who knows you the best and now she's right she's the one who knows me the best. So thank you. I think this was a very vulnerable episode and lots that you shared um opening your heart. It's not easy, but I'm sure that there will be people who can relate to this, resonate with it and take life as it comes and make it really beautiful. Beautiful in yes. and around us. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So that's beautiful. Thank you so thank much. You so much thank you. Thank you. This has been Second Act Reinvention a Sochcast original with me Archana Datta. This episode was edited by Bharat Arora, produced by Kiran Watwani and shot at our very own Second Act Studios. We have loved putting this content together, the show together for you listeners and would love to be in touch. Find me or Sochcast on social media and do share your thoughts. I'll be back soon with yet another amazing story with another amazing woman who has reinvented herself. Till then remember it's never too late for your second act and thanks for listening. Sochka